some reviews. Disney feature length films. Show cartoons. We bought VHS tapes. Every title we could. Disney is our business. Business is good. Welcome to Let's Get Down to Business with Stephanie and Kevin. I am Kevin, obviously. Stephanie is not here. What? <laughs> How could you? Yeah, you, you have a good radio voice. Yeah, that's what everybody tells me. You but, can... I mean, I would be in radio, except I am super good looking. <laughs> so, it, just doesn't, it doesn't work. Okay, so, babe. I can't really do anything. Okay, babe. <laughs> um, you could do, like, on Fiverr.com where people sell their services for, like, $5. But I could sell myself for $5? You can sell, like, like people would be like, uh, I'll create a... Radio intro for you, um, and you just yeah. make that voice I and intro- that. introduce people. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people that could do that kind of stuff, though. Yeah, because like even way back in the day when I was a teenager and I was working at Burger King, because you know how that goes. Hi. Like I'd be on on the drive through, and people would tell me, you know, you have a really nice voice. You should get into radio. But I always thought, well, you know what? There's a lot of people that have nice voices, and they're probably a lot better at it than I am. <laughs> So, I was always told because I was, that was before podcasts, before it didn't matter about anything. <laughs> before podcasts even existed. <laughs> Holy cow. Before um, the internet. I, I used to work at a call center. Well, I've worked multiple call centers and like guys would be like, oh, hey, you sound pretty cute. Oh, you should come work for me. I'm like, hmm, yeah, thanks. Hmm. Everyone always said I sounded sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's because they don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then they hear me drop a motherfucker, and then they're like, oh, no. Like, oh, I'm in love. <laughs> she likes the things that I like. Oh, no, I hate the things that you hate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Whoa. Disney movies, no, I'm saying that oh. I make you yeah. watch Disney movies and you hate it. So you can't tell me you hated the movie already. No. Like, that's foreshadowing. That's a spoiler. <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, no. Um, this, this is Let's Get Down to Business. And yeah, in case you didn't already know. I make you watch very poor VHS copies of Disney movies. No, you make me watch the movies, not them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can watch it too if they want. Don't do it, you guys. Yeah, just go to It's not worth your time. Buy some Disney VHS tapes. Watch Looney Tunes instead. Like, what? do any. <laughs> no. Maybe the shorts. Okay. You know, I was thinking, like, man, if we had to rank those shorts, that'd be—I wouldn't do it. Like, if you if you made me rate the shorts that we watched, I wouldn't do it. I would quit. You'd be pretty stuck. I mean, it's bad enough just watching some of them, but it would be Roger Rabbit, and then like some early nineteen the Mer goddamn babies boys. No, like early black and white Mickey cartoons, maybe, and then a bunch of shit. (laughs) Anyway, let's find out where this goes today. We have straight shooters. We're not finding out where it goes. We'll tell you what we thought about it and yeah. what it is. Yeah, we'll tell you about Street Shooters, which is a 1947 Donald Duck short, about six minutes long. And it has the nephews, Huey, Dewey. And Louie. And Louis. Louie. I don't know why I would think it's Louis. Why would you? It rhymes. Because that's like, that's the punchline. Huey, Dewey, and Lewis. No, no, they're not that smart. <laughs> anyway. um, As always, Kevin, take it away. 
Why do I always have to take it away? Because I don't pay attention. I feel like when I explain this shit, though, it's very, right, it's right. very like point by point, okay. and it sounds like I'm reading off a prompt, even though I'm not, because right. I would never read off anything. I'm gonna do but it. essentially, what straight no, shooters is, is about, you guys, is you see Donald so Duck. We see we started at a boys. carnival. So you're already you're already messing it up. <laughs> Donald Duck is at a carnival. Yeah, and he is, and we've seen this before. Yeah. And it's mildly similar to the last one. He is um, holding down the fort at the booth where you shoot the little little BB guns, pop guns. But he is being a carny. He is the carny in this scenario. Is carny politically correct? Um. Well, it's not like I'm calling them gypsies. Yeah. Okay. I, no, I, th- I think I think it's fine to call somebody a carny. Okay. I just because know. it's not no, it's not a, it's not a a, a race a of people traveling entertainment. Working. No, because travelers, I think, is another <laughs> name for uh, for uh, gypsies. I'm in just bullshitting you, baby. The United Kingdom. I'm, I'm being serious. I'm trying to drop some knowledge on you. Anyway, so Donald Donald is the carny working this shooting booth where you just like shoot things off a shelf, basically. Yeah, with a BB gun. Yeah, and you to get try prizes. and win shitty prizes that you could probably buy for yeah. you know, the same amount of money. And there's these like wrapped presents of like prizes, these boxes. And uh, so, yeah, it kind of just shows you his booth. And then walking down the lane there, we have Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And they're dressed up. And Donald's like, oh, God, not these kids. <laughs> and they decide that they want to play. And the first one that does it, I'm not sure which one it was. Um, Is there a distinction between them? Do you like? Can, you, can anybody actually tell between Huey, Dewey, and Louie before the color coordination of their shirts? I don't think so. Okay, not I wanted yet. to make sure. I don't know if they had any like distinguishing features. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to see if they had like different hats or anything. Yeah. But, man. Um, but yeah, so one of them he takes his first turn and he's really good at it. He yeah. shoots everything, and Donald's not happy about it. So when it's time to go give him his prize, he moves all the big boxes <laughs> away and finds this little tiny matchbox size that looks like it would come from. Jim. Jared. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Jared's. Um, so he gives the, the nephews that, and you can tell they're kind of... They're pissed off. Yeah. They got shorted. So they're going to do it again. Welcome to the real world, jackass. Except that Donald reaches down below and gets the... He gives like, them a dummy gun. The dummy that, gun. That fires like shit ammo. Yeah. That'll get like... Three quarters of the way there and then just peter out and turn into like... They just drop lead. and melt or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they know that he's dicking them around. So two of them sneak off in the back, uh, and the other one stays to shoot some, shoot the gun. And Donald gives them another, gives him another gun again. He gives him another gun, but he empties all the ammo out of it before he gives it to him. Yeah. So the kid goes to shoot and to make him think that it's shooting, he has, Donald has this box of Of lightning, light, light. Light bulbs. Lightning bulbs. Lightning bulbs. Light bulbs. Oh, my God. Light bulbs. And as he, as the nephew shoots, he takes the light bulb and down smashes and one. crushes it on the ground. Yeah. yeah. So it has that loud noise. Mm-hmm. Well, as he's doing that, the other two the nephews. The targets are breaking. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> and he wonders why. He's like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Thinks he's going crazy. And then after, like, I think the second or the third try, he goes behind to see what's going on. And he sees them. Breaking the targets with mallets. Yeah. So he catches on to them. You know, this whole family, they're all just kind of... Shitheads? Yeah, they're all... See, that's what I was going to say. It's like sh- They're all slipping jimmies. Yeah, we, we feel like we're supposed to be feeling sorry for Donald, but then you remember, well, he's a fuckhead in everything. Mm-hmm. So even if these kids are being bad, he kind of deserves it. Like, yeah. mis- misery deserves I company. I do love seeing Donald get his comeuppance, but these kids are shitheads too. Exactly. <laughs> so, um... So he chase, does he chase them off? Yes. Because they the boys end up going into like a 
like an Egyptian tomb, but like yeah, because it's at a carnival, so you can see like the mummy, or I think maybe get your fortune told maybe that's, by like that's a, the word by, for... a, by a Cleopatra esque yeah uh, queen or but the Cleopatra person is just two of the nephews standing on <laughs> each other's shoulders, not unlike Princess Carolyn. But they boyfriend make her like sexy with yeah. Like, sh- they actually have where are the boobs like coming from? Yeah, it could just be his hands. Well, I guess he's got his arms coming out of the dress. But yeah. still, and Donald's all about this because he's a massive pervert, obviously, as <laughs> has, has been shown before. But the thing with this is, like these, like even even if it's actually a girl, it'd be a really it's young girl because yeah. of the face and everything like that. So it's it's super super creepy. He's, he's trying like, to he's trying to kiss her. Yeah, he's or like, him, give really. me a kiss, yeah. and like keeps grabbing for her, yeah, or them or him, whatever. <laughs> yeah, because it's the two nephews. Um, but it's, it's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Even for like, I don't know. I was like, oh, well this is made back then. But yeah, I was like, no, that's still weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just as Donald is about to, to plant her with some smooches. They turn the lights out. Yeah. They turn the lights out. The third nephew turns out the lights and then some mummy lights up and it asks for money. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, it asks Donald for money and it's playing a record. Yeah, to make a thing that's the mummy's voice. Like a vinyl record that's the soundtrack of the mummy's voice. And they just keep making it skip when it says, give me a dollar, give me a dollar, give me a dollar. So Madonna just keeps giving this mummy all these little dollar coins because he's horrified. Except a hand pops out halfway through the mummy's stomach <laughs> to get a dollar coin. Mm-hmm. And then Donald's like, well, wait, wait, wait. So then he gives them this, like, is it a candle? Something that's on fire? He, yeah, I believe so. I think it's, like, the very end of it. And then when they take it inside of the bandages, it starts the whole thing on fire. And all the kids die. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Mr. So Against, those baby clams, those baby, baby oysters. What did I tell you? What did I tell you about it? These aren't babies. What? <laughs> there's, a, there's an it's age. Just there's blind. an age. <laughs> They don't actually die. Exactly. It's just they. It like smokes them out of the mummy costume, yep. mummy wraps, and then there's a chase, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Then it pretty much ends. Yeah, yeah. Donald, just... Donald gets stuck in a pool on like a conveyor belt with some uh, some of the other ducks. I think for like target practice as well. Yeah, like the rubber else. duckies mm-hmm. that you shoot at. Yeah. And then the and... kids are just rolling off with all the loot, and that's it. <laughs> like that's how pretty it ends. It. As far as shorts go, it's. I didn't think it was bad. It wasn't I, bad. I, I actually thought it was kind of enjoyable in a in, in the slapsticky kind of way because as as much as we dislike Donald, at least he got shit on a lot in this. Yes. <laughs> so I think I'm just not big into Disney shorts. Eh, there there have been some decent ones, but... like like the Saturday morning cartoon shorts, not oh, the one, yeah. not the ones they play before the movies. Yeah, they're just just not my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We just gotta watch a shitload more. Maybe, <laughs> we'll, maybe we'll find so something. many. You know, out of the thousand that there are, I'm sure I'll find a few. So we've watched like 20, so I mean... That's true. <laughs> so out of the 980. <laughs> come on, no. We're not going to make you do math. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, that was Straight Shooters. Yeah. Straight. And now we're going to shoot straight <laughs> into our feature of the week, which is... The Jungle Book! Okay, first of all, this podcast is not called Shooting Straight or Straight Shooting. It's Let's Get Down to Business. We're going to we're going to shoot straight into the business. <laughs> that is The Jungle Book. 
<laughs> so the Jungle Book is was uh, it's a story, you guys. Yeah, it by, was by an old guy that has been made so many fucking times. I know I was into so many, many different things. How many movies of the Jungle Book? Um, it originally was a book by Rudyard Kipling, or it's like a collection of stories. Maybe I think it's a collection of stories yeah. about Mowgli. Yeah. I feel like I tried to read it once as a kid, and just nah, wasn't my thing. Yeah. Um, but the movie, the animated movie, was released in 1967. It was the 19th animated feature film at that time. It was also the, the last, last, last Disney movie with Walt. Mm-hmm. And it was released 10 months after his death. Yeah. So this was the last movie he worked on. Like, he produced and, like, worked on ideas and story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because he, the way that it went with the 101 Dalmatians and then Sword in the Stone, he just felt like, I have to be part of this <laughs> yeah. because he didn't like the last two. Yeah. Um, the budget was around $4 million, So Xerography is still keeping it cheap. I don't really think that's cheap. Yeah, I was going to say, like, air quotes around yeah. cheap. I wonder if it's because they had, like, legit voice actors. I mean, it could be, but, like, were, were they that legit, aside from Sterling um, Holloway? Well, the guy that did Baloo was a guy, was a, a person. I don't know. He, he's got a very recognizable voice. Yeah. I feel like this is something we probably should have done research about. But. Um, <laughs> I can look him up real quick. I, I can't remember the voices or the names because I can't remember anything. Blue. The Jungle Book in 1967. Oh my god, there's some. <laughs> Phil Harris. Phil Harris was Baloo. Look him up. And then King Louis was Louis Prima, who mm-hmm. was like an Italian uh, musician. Mm-hmm. Phil Harris, his band leader, uh, American comedian, actor, singer, and jazz musician. Uh, orchestra leader and pioneer in radio situation comedy. So, like, he was legit. Yeah. Like, he, he was a, a star at the time. Fair enough. Yeah. And then you have the other guy, Louis Prima. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he was a musician, also a singer, actor, songwriter, band leader, and trumpeter. Um, so he was, like, into the jazz and swing music. Uh, side note, my great-grandpa was also in a swing band. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I should know that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I kind of wondered if the budget was being eaten up by getting these people. Because even the... There were DreamWorks in it up. <laughs> yeah. Because the the gal that was in... Oh, she was Queen of Hearts. She was the Siamese, the aunt mm-hmm. from... Oh my god, words. Yeah. Verna Felton? Is that her name? Yeah, Verna Felton. Mm -hmm. Um, She was in this too. She was the elephant's wife. Yeah. And this was like her last performance before she died. But she was kind of a big, kind of a big name too. Hmm. Because of four million? Yeah. It's uh, still zeography. Yeah, that's a shitload of money back in the day. Yeah. Anyway, so the original story uh, for the movie... Uh, Bill Pete went ahead and translated it from the book onto a screenplay or into a screenplay. And Walt Disney was like, this is too dark. <laughs> like, this is too much like the book. It's too, it's not family friendly. Yeah. Um, so they had a bunch of arguments about it. And then Bill Pete quit. <laughs> and if you remember, Bill, Qu- Pete, Bill Pete was the one who did Hunter One Dalmatians. Yeah. So he's done. He quit. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, fuck this shit, man. Basically. So, um, Disney had it reworked. He brought some other people on to do it. And there was just a lot of, like, he wanted it to be Disney-fied. He wanted it to be light and humorous. And he wanted the characters to drive the story. And they did a lot with, 
Like, the book, I guess, is very episodic, so mm-hmm. they had to figure out a way to make it flow better as a movie. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. You ready? I suppose so. Okay. So, the VHS tape that we had was really fucking old. Super old. So old. Like, it predates goddamn Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we've had some old VHS tapes, but this one showed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was... The first preview was pretty much Disney telling us how great they are at what they do. <laughs> Which is cool. I mean, yeah. I like, thanks for refreshing my memory on The Little Mermaid and The Rescuers mm. and Snow White. But then it launched into like, and we're making this new great movie, which is Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. So I always do which love. Which obviously wasn't great. I, I do always. Yeah. I love seeing the behind the scenes and the animation. Mm. I just think it's so cool. And it had Glenn Keane. Yeah. Nobody cares about him either. Everyone loves Glenn Keane. No, they don't. He works with Kobe Bryant. They love Glenn Keane, <laughs> who was the son of the guy that created Family Circus. Lame. The comic strip. Lame. Anyway. Um, and then we have a, a home video that's coming out, which is Rescues Down Under. May have heard of it. I don't know. <laughs> and then we finally get to the movie. So we're getting more and more previews as we go on. A little bit, yeah. yeah. It wasn't crazy. But. No, no. Um, and it opens up, babe. Hey, it's got a book. A book. But at least this is a little bit more appropriate for that because it's got book in the fucking title. True. So, I mean, True. this this is the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. There you go. Movie's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's a book, and it takes place in the jungle. Um, this, this credit sequence, pretty subtle. Yeah. 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 I liked it. It was very atmospheric. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the music. And then we have a narrator who starts, and we find out the narrator is Bagheera. Mm-hmm. Bagheera is a Black Panther. Yep. And uh, not the Black Panther. Yeah, just so you guys know, my fist is raised right now. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> what? Not the Black Panther. No. Not Wakanda Forever, Black Panther. See, I wasn't going to make the lame reference. I made the better one. I made, like, the I 60s. I fucking love Chadwick. You don't even know his name. Bozeman. Bozeman, yes. I was like, Bosman or Bozeman? <laughs> um, Chadwick Bosley Crother. <laughs> anyway, so we have Bagheera. And Bagheera's basically talking about how one day in the jungle, things were interrupted because they heard the sound, and it was the sound of a baby crying. And the look on Bagheera's face is pretty much the look you make when you hear a baby cry. He was aghast. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. God, please, somebody just throw it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like in like a wrecked like rowboat or something. Or yeah. Or I mean, he was in a basket. Yeah, yeah. The baby was in a basket, but it like... I don't know if this like boat just washed up on shore right. or what happened. So they don't really explain what happened with that. And because you know you got to have orphans, right? Well, yeah, obviously, because yeah. writing parents is super tough. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> um, they call this baby a man cub. Yep. And Bagheera's like, well, I could take him back to his village, but that's kind of a few days away. So instead, I'm just gonna give him to some fucking wolves. I just want you guys to know, uh, I'm I, I'm gonna put it out there right now. I think this movie's factually inaccurate. I don't know why <laughs> this baby wasn't murdered by this jaguar panther or these wolves or this fucking bear or torn apart by these monkeys. Like I did think, like this is very trusting of you, Bagheera, to be like, here, I'm gonna give this child yeah. to this wolf pack. Yeah. <laughs> She's a free, she's a fresh mother, so I mean she's got the she's in the days. Mm-hmm. She'll obviously accept this thing in. You know, never mind what the husband thinks. Ho- hopefully he's okay with it. And like, he was. 
Yeah. Because he's a softie. <laughs> now, we're only a few minutes into this, and we've already had recycled animation. Really? And when I say recycled animation, I mean they rotoscoped over previous animation. For which, what? It was when the puppies were standing and like, oh, and their tails yeah. were wagging because they were looking. Are you serious? Yeah, you didn't catch that? I mean, I'm, I'm not that... Like, it's from 101 Dalmatians when the puppies were... Yeah, I know, I know what you mean, yeah. but I just... I guess I'm not that observant. Like, this is why I'm like, where the fuck did this budget go to? Because right. they're recycling shit already. Anyway. Yeah, maybe it's just in the R&D looking at the older movies, seeing what they can fucking copy. <laughs> anyway, Mowgli, which apparently is supposed to be pronounced Mowgli. Okay. Which they're like, either Walt Disney didn't know, or he didn't care. I'm going to go with the second, because <laughs> Walt doesn't really seem like a give a fuck kind of guy. Yeah. So anyway, Mowgli grows up. Mowgli. Mowgli. Let's let let's us. We will say it we, right. We will say we're Mowgli. Because we monsters, we'll okay? Say Ma- well, then we have to pronounce all of them right. Well, what are the other ones? Uh, Baloo is like Baru or something. I don't know. No, it's like... See, like, then people are just going to think that we're doing really poor no, accents. No, like the spelling is different from what I oh, saw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like Ka. Like, like something like something like is lost in, in translation. Or Ka is like Car. But without Bob Harris. Okay. That was a sick-ass fucking Lost in Translation reference. What's Lost in Translation? Scarlett Johansson and Bill Murray. I haven't seen it. In Japan? God damn it, Did I see it? It is excellent. I'm not a ScarJo fan. I'm not a Bill Bill Murray fan. (sighs) They're in... Like, they're in love. You know who we don't like. But they can't be together because she has a boyfriend and he's super fucking old and married. You know who we don't like? Mel Brooks. Oh, God. (laughs) Shut up. Side note, we were at a New Year's party and someone said that they didn't like Mel Brooks and we're like, What? Like, yeah, what kinda of, what kind of take is that? Like yeah. we we wonder if she meant Mel Gibson. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. That makes a little bit more sense. But even then, your boy has made some great movies. Well, because she said Regardless it, of shitty stances that he absolutely has. She said it was an actor that nobody likes. And I yeah. was like, Mel Brooks acted? He does, yeah. Does he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you're letting you're letting me get sidetracked this time. I know. Mowgli grows up. Mowgli grows up. There you go. And uh, he he howls and runs around with these wolves. And there's another recycled animation from Sword in the Stone when a few of the wolves come jumping at him and it knocks him against the oh, rock. Fuckers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was that your boy? Uh, from Sword in the Stone. Yeah, the main character. Yeah, I can't okay. his name. Yeah, because it sucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the wolf. Wolf Pack ends up having a meeting, and uh, they decide that Mowgli's got to go. Mowgli's got to go because Shere Khan's coming, and yeah. you know what, you guys? If Shere Khan finds this dude, he's gonna fucking kill yeah. him because he doesn't like man. He does not like man, and the wolves don't want any part of this. They gotta, yeah, because you know, I guess Shere Khan can fuck up some wolves. Basically, is what they were saying. Obviously, yeah. Think about it. They're like our pack is nothing against Shere Khan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, when you meet him, it's totally legit. He's yeah. the best. So, man cub's got to go. And I just want to take a moment to talk about Bagheera sitting in the tree and how adorable his flickering tail is. Shut up. Yeah, I love it. I um, would say how nice it was that uh, your boy, the wolf dad, was standing up for him and be like, no, we can't do that. Come on. Yeah. He's like my son. He's yeah. like, oh, that's, that's very nice of you. Yeah. It's not what I expected. Not like when you get to Tarzan and they're like, fuck you. <laughs> um, so Bagheera volunteers to take Mowgli to the man village. And so starts the journey of the movie. Yeah. yeah. 
There's so much recycled animation. <laughs> like, there's a part where... Would, well, you, would you say that this movie only has the bare necessities? <laughs> Good one. Uh, no, there's a part where Mowgli's, like, kicking at the ground, and he throws a stick. And I swear that happened in Sword in the Stone. Like, they're just recycling wart, Probably. basically. Yeah. That was his there you go. Yep. Um, so, Bagheera tells him, and, you know, it's it's night. We will have a long journey tomorrow, so we got to go up and climb in the street and take a little snooze. Except that Mowgli doesn't have claws. No, so, so he can't climb the tree for shit. He's trying and <laughs> Bag- failing. Bagheera, like, tries to push him up with his face, and then Mowgli's, like, stomping on his eyes. Get a face full of that yeah. dick! <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> so they make it up into the tree, and as they're starting to go to sleep, a snake appears. Yeah. And talks to Mowgli. M- maybe you've heard of him. His name is Ka. Yeah. Ka the Snake, who was voiced by Sterling Holloway. I just want you guys to understand AKA Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, and, and many other voices, but mostly Winnie the Pooh. And I just wanted to point out how creepy it is for me to hear Winnie the Pooh, essentially Winnie the Pooh with a lisp, like pretty much stalking and trying to murder a boy. It's yeah. really fucked up. Yeah. Like, Ka, Ka is a good character, but it's, yeah. it's very off-putting for Ka sure. Ka is fun. Ka is yeah. a fun character. He uh, hypnotizes Mowgli by staring into his eyes. Yes. And he starts to, like, tighten his coils around. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And it ends up waking up Bagheera. But then he starts to hypnotize Bagheera as yeah. well. <laughs> so, eventually what happens is uh, Mowgli knocks Ka's coils off the tree. Mm-hmm. And he falls through the tree. He hits his head a couple times yeah. on the way down. And he gets... Tied into a knot. Yeah, as he's trying to slither away, his knot gets caught on like a tr- little sapling. Yeah. And then he gets it unstuck, but then he's all like bent out of shape. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was a little intro to Ka. And then the next morning, they wake up to an elephant march. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the general? Yeah, he was the... Morning patrol? Oh, no, I thought he was the colonel in this movie as well. Oh, is it, is it Colonel? Colonel or Captain. But it, yeah, it was the yeah. Colonel from uh, 101 Dalmatians. The voice. Yeah. Not, not same, the horse. Yeah, the same voice. Same voice, excuse <laughs> me. Um, yeah. So he is the main elephant, and he's leading this troop of other elephants, and they, I don't know. Yeah, they're just marching like, they, an, like an army brigade or army troop. They trumpet out of their horn or out of their trunks. Trunks. <laughs> You've seen horns. Um yeah, and Mowgli finds them, and he wants to join in on the fun, too, because there's a little kid elephant, mm-hmm. and he's like, I want to do this. And so they just kind of go through, like, when we march this way, we march this way, and this means turn around, and now you halt, and that means stop. And then the colonel goes through and inspects everyone's trunks yeah, to make sure they're pretty much up to par. And then he gets to Mowgli, and he gets to Mowgli. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty This is a man cub. What is he doing here? Ugh. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, and then they march off, and then the wife elephant was like, um, you forgot our son. <laughs> so then they have to go back, and as he does this, the main elephant forgets to say halt, and then they all have a elephant pile up. <laughs> basically. Yep. Um, but is trying to drag Mowgli off, because he's trying to get him to go to this village, and it's not working. Mowgli's holding on to a tree, and Bagheera's like grabbing his 
diaper underwear thing? Yeah. Loincloth? Yeah, I would say loincloth, probably. <laughs> and he's, like, tugging on him, and he tries really hard, but it doesn't work, and then Bagheera falls into, like, a pond. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he's, I've had it. I'm done. I quit. And he goes off and yeah. leaves Mowgli by himself. I'm going to let you get fucking killed. I'm done with yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah. Basically. Um, and this is when Baloo arrives. Baloo is a bear. In case you didn't know. Yeah. In case you hadn't heard. In case you've never, in case you've never watched fucking Tailspin, <laughs> Yeah, if you haven't heard of any version of Baloo ever. Um, they might be young, though. Eh, maybe. Was a while. Didn't they redo Tailspin? I don't believe so. But that was like in the early 90s, I think. Or maybe late 80s, even. Yeah. It didn't have very many seasons. No. Yeah. <laughs> they must have just re-ran it a lot on Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so Baloo is interested in him and uh, basically wants to adopt him. And he teaches him, you need to fight like a bear. And uh, Mogu's being pretty scrappy. And uh, Baloo's like, oh, let me hear your roar. <laughs> so Baloo roars, and Bagheera hears it from far off, and he's he like, thinks it's like oh, a bear shit. attack. Yeah, so he runs back. During all this, um, Baloo starts telling Mowgli about the bear necessities. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's B A R E or B E A R? Uh, it's obviously B E A R. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and during this song, um, Baloo teaches him how to eat ants <laughs> and bananas, and he almost gets Mowgli killed a couple times. <laughs> and then there's this whole thing about a prickly paw, paw, pear, pear paw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our buddy Josh, your buddy Josh. You use your claw to get a prickly pear uh, from your paw. I think <laughs> from your paw, paw. Yeah. No, when Josh, Josh came by over last week and uh he said it like straight oh, yeah. the whole thing oh, yeah. and i was like what and then i heard the song and i was like oh that's what he's talking about <laughs> as you and, know he does not fuck around no, he when it comes to disney <laughs> <laughs> so bagheera is back and he's just like oh god like not blue um what does he call him like a layabout or something like that yeah. pretty much just like a lazy ass <laughs> yeah <laughs> the or a bum. bum. Yeah. Yeah. The jungle bum. But yeah, so he just leaves Mowgli with him. He's like, sure, you can fine. Raise him. Raise him as a cub. I don't care. <laughs> and I guess we're calling him Papa Bear now. <laughs> that was quick. And as they're floating down this river, Baloo on his back and Mowgli on his belly, suddenly some monkeys appear. And the monkeys. They steal him away. They just take him. And one, why don't you? Yeah, they like swap out a monkey for Mowgli's so mm-hmm. and then like Baloo. <laughs> Gets smacked by a monkey. Anyway, the monkeys steal Mowgli. 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 And take him back to the ruins where there is King Louie, who is the king of swing. Swingers. <laughs> king of swingers. VIP. <laughs> king Louie coming to get your girl. <laughs> yeah. And he sings, I want to be like you. Yeah. He wants that fire. He does. He wants man's red fire. And Mowgli's like, but I've never been raised by humans, so I don't know how to make fire. And Louie's not too happy about that. Um, at this point, Baloo and Bagheera show up, and they kind of scheme on how to... Yeah they're, trying, yeah, they're trying to devise a plan. Except King Louie's song is just so fun. It's so good that Baloo can't get yeah. it out of his head, and he's just dancing. And, yeah. He's like, entranced. I'm, I'm gone, man. Yeah. Solid gone. Solid gone. <laughs> And then there's a chase with Mowgli, and I said to keep that chase in mind, because we're going to see it later in another movie. Uh, yeah. 
think there's a lot of recycled material in this movie. Just you wait. Oh, I can't wait. Um, but yeah, so they throw Mowgli around and chase him and save him and... Uh, the ruins get ruined. You forgot to talk about Baloo in his awesome grass skirt and coconut face when he's being a monkey. It's awesome. He's being an orangutan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. When he's singing and dancing with, uh, King Louis. King Louis. Remember that sequence, because that's going to get recycled Stephanie. too. Stop it. <laughs> um, so yeah, the ruins are ruined. They run away. Bagheera is lecturing Baloo. What? The ruins are ruined. They are Come ruined. the fuck on. They did. They all collapsed. You didn't say the ruins are destroyed the ruins or like are ruined. Any, anything else. Come I don't on. like saying it that way. It's fun. <laughs> it's whimsical. It rhymes. Is it perfectly It's the same word. Is it practically perfect? Practically perfect in every way. <laughs> uh, so Bagheera is lecturing Baloo and. Uh, I wrote the word undesirables down. I don't remember why. He said that the monkeys were undesirable. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we had to go, we had to go laugh about that. Um, and he's trying to tell Baloo, Mowgli has to go back. Birds of a feather, you know. Flock together, flock bruh. Together. Uh, a bear wouldn't marry a panther. Yeah. And Baloo's like, yeah. I don't know. No one's ever, <laughs> a panther's never, never asked me. never had a panther ask me. <laughs> Is this when Shere Khan arrives in town? I think so, yeah. Yeah. You, you see the first glimpses of him. Yeah. And he's sweet. <laughs> yeah. So Baloo decides to take Mowgli to the village. And he didn't tell him at first, but he's pretty down. He's like, oh, come on, Mowgli. Mm-hmm. And then he finally does tell him, like, I'm taking you back to the village. You belong there. You wouldn't marry a panther. <laughs> and Mowgli, being the brat that he is, runs off. <laughs> And I have a lot of sympathy for Bagheera because he's having to put up with a lot of shit between Baloo. See, but the, the thing is, it's of his own doing. He could have just left the fucking baby from the start and been a legit panther, but he had True. to be a punk and give it to some wolves. True. And he had to but volunteer. The, yeah, even like, when he gave him to the wolves, like, yeah. like you're done with him. Yeah. Like, you're, you're free of this. Don't, don't feel sorry. He brings yeah, the shit on himself. I guess. Anyway, we have Shere Khan, and he's a total badass. Yes, he is. Like... Scar. I was gonna say when I when I heard his voice because uh, a lot of the voice actors in this are I think are British, which yeah. is a I don't, it's a cool touch. I, I don't know why that was. I know these days they do that because they work cheaper than U.S. actors because well, unions and stuff. Isn't but. this a British book? Wasn't uh, Roger King? Yeah, I mean most likely, England? but England that doesn't really stop them from doing anything mm-hmm. else. But nevertheless, like he, the first thing I thought when I heard him talk was. He rem- reminded me a lot of Jeremy Irons, who was Scar. He reminded me of Alan Rickman. A little bit, yeah. 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 He, he had that kind of gravitas about him and presence. Yeah. So, he's arrived. And he's just kind of waiting in some tall grass or, like, in some brush as Bagheera talks to the morning patrol elephants and is telling them, like, I need your help because Mowgli ran off and we're trying to save him from, you know, being eaten or attacked by Shere Khan. And the colonel. Khan! Sorry. <laughs> the colonel. <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, this has nothing to do with us. Whatever, it's not our problem. But then Winifred, the wife, is like, what if this was your son? You motherfucker! And if you don't do this, then I will take charge of the patrol. And he's oh, like, that was amazing. Amazing. A female leading my herd? In, in command? Oh, I've never heard such a thing. Preposterous. Preposterous. Yeah. <laughs> so they decide to help. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mowgli's just 
I don't know, just taking a stroll, I yeah, guess, around yeah. a waterfall. He's Pretty much. chucking stuff. Well, I, I think he was actually chasing the waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> His name's not Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> Um, and then Ka appears and sings Trust in Me, yeah. which was supposed to be a song in Mary Poppins, but, but they pushed it off and then ended up using it. I mean, Julie Andrews can hypnotize the fuck out of me anytime she wants. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think it was sung by <laughs> Bert, actually. One of the male people. Was, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so he's singing Trust in me and because he's totally not gonna fucking yeah, strangle and I'm eat not you. Hypnotize you. you know? I would never do that again. Except that he does. I'm a different guy. I'm changed. And his cause tail is hanging down from the treetops. It's <laughs> the bottom by the tree trunk. And Shere Khan walks up and just kind of pulls it like it's a like doorbell. it's a doorbell. Gives like three rings. And he's like, "What's up? What's up, Ka? Are you, are you doing some entertaining? You, you got a friend up there? What's going on?" And Ka's like, no, I don't, I don't have anything up there. It's just my sinuses. Yeah, it's, you know, it's my it's just, sinuses. It's really, it's really messing me up. I haven't been sleeping well. Yeah, I was just trying to self-hypnosis, you know. <laughs> He's like, oh, because it really does sound like there's someone up there. Oh, no, 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 no. You haven't heard anything about like a man cub or anything like that, have you? Because, you know, I really hate I, I really hate those. No. no. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. So Shuri Khan's okay. And he uh, goes off. <laughs> and... As this was happening, well, we woke up, mm-hmm. and he pushes Ka's coils off again. again, and I'm pretty sure it's the same the exact, exact same sequence. Thing. <laughs> like the same sounds and everything. Like he falls falls through the tree, he hits a couple things. He gets tangled. He's tangled and not, he gets stuck on the sapling again, and as he pulls himself out, he gets all bent out of shape. Yep, and it's it super the rickety. exact same thing. And it's still every bit as funny. Was that the last we saw of Ka? I believe so. Okay. So now Moby goes on, and he's in a different setting. It's like... It's like the Scrublands. Yeah. Like it's... Uh, everything is the dead. The Badlands. The Badlands. And well, the Badlands, you know, uh, is a bad ass movie about Charles Starkweather. Everything's... <laughs> I don't know. Everything's gray. There's dead trees. <laughs> everything <the>, is gray. <laughs> what? Sitting at nothing. <laughs> and there's four vultures. Yeah. Yeah. And with British accents. They're fucking awesome. And uh, he's like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Every time I ask you what do you want to do, you're like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Not this again. I don't know. What do you want to do? And I did think he has a uh, Ringo Starr way of talking. And I was like, man, they remind me of the Beatles. Hmm. They have like mop tops. I wonder why. It was 1967. Well, apparently. They wanted the Beatles to be the Beatles vultures. They tried to get the Beatles, but John Lennon was like, I don't we don't do animated movies. Because he was too busy, you know, beating women. What? You ever heard about that? No. Yeah, John, John Lennon used to beat chicks. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah. Imagine. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, he didn't want to do animated films. I guess this was pre-Yellow Submarine. Yeah. I, probably. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what the Yellow Submarine is. I'm, the cartoon. Yes, okay. I know. Well, you and just just so you, you guys don't know, know a lot about the Beatles. No, I really don't. Just so you guys know, I know I know super little about the Beatles and like the Rolling it's Stones. It's devastating. I am. It's not the devastating. Eagles. He didn't know shit about the Eagles. I don't know. That's who not I how I grew I up. Don't okay? know who I married. My dad was a Ted Nugent man, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not saying like current day Ted Nugent. I'm talking like you know like Motor fan. City Madman. No, no, no. Like back in the '70s, just like loincloth, being a complete dickhead. <laughs> I don't know, you know, but like listen to like fucking 
hair metal and shit. It's like, funny to me because you're four years older than me, but my dad is way older than your dad. Way older. Yeah. Like, like 10, 10 years Yeah, older. 10 years. Yeah. So I grew up listening to like CCR and the Beatles and yeah. the Eagles. I got none of that. And John Fogarty. I got none of that. Yeah. I got, I got like uh, a little bit of Queen, maybe like Ted Nugent, fucking Queensryche. Because I remember uh, I played the album Desperado for you, and you were like, I don't even know what this I've never heard is. any of it. And I was texting my dad in the background like, Dad, I think I need to get divorced. <laughs> and he was like, you can do what you got to do. <laughs> go go with your heart, Mia. <laughs> so anyway, back to these vultures. Yeah. Um, so they weren't able to get the Beatles, but they were able to get one other person from like the British invasion. Okay. But I don't even know his remember his name, so obviously it wasn't. Yeah. Maybe it was from the Monkees or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, like Sid Vicious or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Johnny Rotten. So these vultures kind of fly over and uh, go see Mowgli. And they, they're kind of picking on him, but they kind of want him to be part the of the vultures are picking? <laughs> <laughs> they want to make him an honorary vulture. So the vultures sing a song that I don't know, <laughs> never heard of. Um, but I did find... I it was pretty great. It was a good song. But if you go on YouTube and look up the original version when they had wanted the Beatles, yeah. it sounds like a fucking Beatles, like like the original version. You're like, oh man, <laughs> it did not fit the movie at all. <laughs> uh, so at this time, Shere Khan arrives and yeah... Shit gets fucking real. Yeah. Boy. What's funny is Mowgli tries to stand up to him. Yeah. Which is stupid because it's a fucking... Probably 600-pound tiger. And I don't really understand, like, the vulture's point of view. Because I feel like if you're a vulture, you want this kid to get murdered. Yeah. So then Shere Khan can do his work. And then you guys can just pick the bones. I'm assuming what they're angling at is that Walt Disney wanted everything to be light and humorous. And so you can't have vicious, uh, carnivorous animals. I guess. And, and fucking Mowgli stabs Shere Khan in the fucking face. And- yeah. Like, he wanted the songs to, like, lighten the mood yeah. and keep the story flowing. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. And it, did, and it did that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Shere Khan arrives and Mowgli tries to stick up to, to him, um, which doesn't work because Baloo, <laughs> Shockingly. Baloo has to come and help him. And he's like, run. And uh, He just grabs Shere Khan's tail and yeah. pretty much holds on for dear life. Because originally Shere Khan was, like, when he stuck up to Shere Khan, Shere Khan was telling Mowgli, like, I'll give you to the count of ten because that makes it fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Mowgli just stood there, so that's when Baloo jumped in. Then and Shere Khan's like, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Um, so Mowgli ends up hitting him with a stick. In the a, face. In the face. And a chase ensues. And uh, Shere Khan is like, I'll kill you for this. And they're chasing each other around. And eventually the vultures kind of swoop down and mm. grab Mowgli and lift him up. Lightning strikes a tree. Mm-hmm. And it catches on fire. Shit, shit. And Got so, man's red fire. Yeah, the vultures are like, Shere Khan's afraid of fire. Go grab grab it. Hurry. Fire. And, uh... <laughs> walks that, up what, to- is, what is that from? What? Is that from Beavis and Butthead? What? Fire. fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it is. It is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, Mowgli grabs the branch and... Yeah. Rolls, rolls over Shere Khan and then ties his fucking tail in a knot to this branch. To the end that's not burning. Yeah. And Shere Khan... I think at this point, Shere Khan is beating the living fuck out of Blue. Yes. Like, op- <laughs> open open palm fucking claws straight to the face. Like, it's that, you know, like, first person view. And he's just doing work. Basically being a badass. I mean... Yeah. He's a super likable protagonist. So. It really is. Like, Good for you, Shere Khan. <laughs> you, you do you, guy. <laughs> 
you be be that tiger. Um, so yeah, so the f- the fiery branch, he freaks out about it. Yeah. When he flicks his tail, it like goes it hits the, him in the head. Yeah, it, it covers his face. Yeah. And he freaks out and he runs off. At this, and that's it. Yeah, that's the last you see of Shere Khan. Yep. And then Bagheera's there, and it looks like Baloo has has died. Yeah. And Mowgli's pretty sad, so Bagheera starts saying all these nice things about Baloo, even though he talks shit behind his back, and gives basically a eulogy yeah. for Baloo. And Baloo wakes up, and he's like, oh, keep going. <laughs> Baloo and Mowgli are BFFs now, and he's with his papa bear, and nothing's ever going to come between them. <laughs> except, nothing at all. Except he sees this girl. How old is Mowgli? He is super <laughs> fucking young. I would say like eight. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. He seems about eight years old yeah. to me. And, yeah. Well, he's into this shit. He is really into this girl. But, I mean, it's the first human girl he's ever seen. And and, and as usual, I want you guys to know, I'm, I'm super bummed that I didn't have a chick in this movie where I could have been like, oh, man, so-and-so's the cut. Because, like, I'm definitely not doing I that I mean, now. Disney was trying to make this little oh, girl very attractive in a creepy way. But even I am not that big of a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, cause yeah, she had like, she was like batting her yeah. eyelashes. I think her hips kind of swayed when she walked. Probably. It was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> a little uncomfortable. Cause Mowgli is like into it. Yeah. He's into it. And then she drops, she's like carrying water in a pitcher on her yep. head and then she drops it and Baloo goes, she did that on purpose. <laughs> and she did because Mowgli goes and picks it yep. up. And, uh. Yeah. That's pretty much he it. He pretty then, much follows her into the village. And then and then Baloo and Bagheera just kind of walk off into the sunset. Singing Bear Necessities. Yeah. And look how less stressed they are without a child. Exactly. Because now they just have the Bear Necessities. Get these fucking kids out of here, you know? Moral of the story, just get rid of your kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the Jungle Book. It was booky and jungle-ish. Um, one thing I forgot to mention is in like the last ten minutes of the film, the VHS tape it got started. really bad. It was just as annoying as buffering. Yeah, it was the same time. The sound started getting really bad. The picture would come in and out. Yeah, and like you couldn't understand half of the things that anybody was saying. It was like, come on. So as soon as Baloo and Bagheera started walking away, you shut that shit down. Yeah, you're I was like, like, I'm Jesus done. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> I was gonna have a panic attack. So I don't know if that got like demagnetized or something or what was going on. Got demagnetized. We'll have to swede some we'll uh, swede the jungle book. Uh, uh yeah. Let's yeah. look at some reception. So it was made for four mil. Yep. Four million. Uh it made eleven point five million by nineteen sixty eight. So yeah. within the so year So one year it fucking tripled its money almost. Yep. And then thirteen million by nineteen seventy, and that was and just, that's that's just domestic. Yeah, that's just in the U.S. and Canada. So it became the second highest grossing animated film in the United States and Canada at that time. Yep. And then, according to or from the Hollywood Reporter in a twenty sixteen article, the Jungle Book is Germany's <laughs> biggest film of all time. Germany, you crazy. Of all time, in terms of admissions, with 27.3 million tickets sold, nearly 10 million more than Titanic, which sold 18.8 million tickets. Yeah, we're going to have to like find a German person to ask, like, is this you guys' like, Rocky like, Horror? What like, the what fuck? the fuck? Do you, yeah. do you guys go and throw silverware at the Jungle Book? Like, what? So, it, it grossed, it's grossed, as of 2016 from this report, 
an estimated 108 million in Germany. Just in ma- Germany, making it the third highest grossing film of all time behind, behind James Cameron films, Avatar and Titanic. <laughs> so I guess what this. So means. they're gonna fucking love Battle Angel Alita. So what, what this means, means is James Cameron needs to make a Jungle Book movie. No, he needs to. He needed to actually make Battle Angel Alita, but he gave it to Robert Rodriguez because he's a fucking asshole and he won't stop making Avatar movies. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Um, Time Magazine wrote that it is different from Kipling's story, but nevertheless, the result is thoroughly delightful. It is the happiest possible way to remember Mm, Walt Disney. Yeah, see, because this stuff was written after he died, so you're getting all that fucking fuzzy, nice stuff, even if they didn't like the movie. Right. And then Howard Thompson of the New York Times praised the film as simple, uncluttered, straightforward fun, as put together by the director, Wolfgang Reitherman, four screenwriters, and the usual small army of technicians. Using some lovely exotic pastel backgrounds and a nice clutch of tunes the picture unfolds like an excuse me like an intelligent comic strip fairy tale richard scheichel of life magazine said it was the best thing of its kind since dumbo another short bright unscary and blessedly uncultivated cartoon and Variety gave the film a favorable review while noting that the story development is restrained and that younger audiences may squirm at times, which definitely points to a different time period because I can't imagine that any kids would squirm at all ever during this. Okay, so I didn't know if it meant squirm like it was kind of scary in parts or squirm as if there was slow parts and they were getting fidgety. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So, Bare Necessities was nominated for Best Original Song at the Academy Awards, but it lost to a song from Dr. Doolittle. Legit. Fuck like the animals. Walk I don't know like if you know this or not, but you don't fuck with Jerry Lewis. What? Was that Jerry Lewis? I don't know. Do- the original Dr. Doolittle? I'm pretty sure it was. I don't know. It wasn't Dick Van Dyke. Whoa. <laughs> um, and then as far as the legacy of this film goes, uh, 1968, so... Same year that it came, or year after it year came after. out. Yeah. Um, Disneyland Records released the al- an album called More Jungle Book. Um, it was an unofficial sequel with some of the original voice actors, but then they also had an animated sequel in 2003, The Jungle Book 2, which had Haley Joel Osment and John Fuck Goodman. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And as Stephanie said earlier, elements of the, the Jungle Book had been recycled into Robin Hood, which we will see in the future. Uh, and then aside from that, like there are other spinoffs were the Jungle Cubs, which I barely remember, but I remember Stephanie saying something about. And also, like I said, Tailspin, mm-hmm. which I remember as being great, but it's almost definitely to me probably one of those things where if I went back and watched it now, yeah. it's probably dog shit. Like, oh, fucking Don Carnage is awesome, but I remember so because so you're probably a couple years younger than my older my older brother. I am, yeah. yeah. Because um, I would say you're kind of in the same age bracket, and I just remember him watching the shit out of Tailspin yes, and, would, and Rescue my, Rangers. Yeah, my brother and I would watch the hell out of both of those. Yeah. So, and then Chip they, and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. God damn it. Anyway, um, and then there's the gummy bears. I know. Oh, so good. <laughs> These things aren't good, but we remember them as being good, like the G.I. Joe cartoon and X Men. Um, so anyway, speaking of legacy, um, so this is from Wikipedia. I'm just going to read it real quick and then I'll tell you what I think about this. Um, it has been widely acclaimed by animators with Eric Goldberg declaring the Jungle Book, both, 
Wait, what? It, it boasts possibly the best character animation a studio has ever done. Thank you, babe. Yeah, the animators of Aladdin, The Lion King, and Lilo and Stitch took inspiration from the design and the animation of the film. And four people involved with Disney's animations, uh, director Brad Bird, animators uh, Andreas Deja, mm-hmm. uh, Glenn Keane, and Sergio Pablos, have declared the film to be their inspiration for entering the business. Whoa. Holy Fuck. Like, that's a lot of... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those, those are heavy hitters, you and guys. I was like, really? Really? Yeah, hey, man. It, it takes all kinds. Well, I guess this it's, it's good to transition because I get to go first in reviews. Yes. So I'm really surprised by that. Okay. I, I really am. Because I don't think the animation was anything special. But are you thinking about it like from... Because, okay, think about how old... These guys probably True. are. And especially Glenn Keane being that he worked on it. Wasn't it one of the first things that he worked on? I don't believe so. Oh. Okay. I think he did like uh, Rescuers John Under was his first. Because I know he did Ariel. And then, oh, and then no. I'm, th- I'm thinking of the Beauty and the Beast sketch. They, they talk about Glenn Keane in that. Yeah. So I was, I was yeah. putting him in this. But no, it, it, it could be a thing where all those guys are of a similar age group. And that was like the first, you know, one of the first movies that they recall seeing. Yeah, maybe. there is a lot of really great, um, like sh- it's not a bad movie. Like push and pull, yeah, with the animation, like when Baloo is swinging King Louie around and mm-hmm. kind of stretches and then like comes back in. Yeah, so there's a lot of like good technical animation, but I don't know. I just well, and it's and it's all animals know. and kind of unlike Bambi. I think there's a lot more variation in this. I it's could be wrong on that. Cartoony compared to Bambi. Yeah. Bambi's very realistic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you could see some of the original sketches through the xerography, especially like a close-up of Baloo's face or the elephants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. I guess when I think xerography, I just think cheap animation. Yeah. So I guess you're right in that if they're all that kind of age, and this was like a movie that defined their childhood. Nostalgia is very powerful. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I um, like I said I, I liked the opening credit scene because it was very atmospheric. I liked the score to mm-hmm. this movie a lot. Um, the soundtrack itself, the songs are really catchy. Like I've been singing them all day. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of wondered, is it catchy because I remember it from my childhood? Because uh, I d- I don't think so. I think I think that I think they're legitimately catchy. But I think things stick when you're a kid Probably. because I just went and recently saw Mary Poppins Returns, which I kind of hated, and I couldn't don't hate. I'm a girl. I, I'm blunt. I couldn't remember any of the songs yeah. when I walked out, and I was like, "Is it because I'm older and things just don't stick, no. or is it just were they not good songs? No, they probably just aren't good songs. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so music's good. I wanted more Shere Khan. I think he is a really great character. Um, so I think you yeah, could have had him in there a little bit more. I think, I feel like we say that about all the Disney yeah, villains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's like a Disney villain movie or something. I don't right. know. Um, it's the, I was not looking forward to this one. Yeah. Jungle Book is never, I've never liked it. Um, I remember the, liking the other one better when I was a kid with like the older guy in the live action. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, so it wasn't as awful as I remember. Yeah. Um, story is okay. It's kind of episodic. It moves quickly. Yeah. There are some parts, like, I say it moves quickly, but then there's parts where it's kind of, like, slow, and I'm just like... We call that bad pacing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There are just spots where it's kind of drawn out for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, lots of funny bits. 
Uh, overall, that was pretty mediocre just because I, there was no like emotion. I guess yeah. there's nothing that really drew me in and I might just be resigned to not liking this movie. No, not necessarily. <laughs> we, just, there were other movies that we had in, in reviewing this stuff yeah. that it was not that way. Yeah. So that's but, not fair. I, don't, I just, it was okay. It's yeah. middle of the road Disney yeah. animation. Um, so for me, it had some good things going for it. Overall, it's not amazing. Yeah. But it's not the worst thing we watched. So. No, I, th- I think uh, what that one reviewer that we uh, that we read earlier said about it being uh, there not being very much character development or the, the story development is restrained, I think that's absolutely a thing. Because one thing that I was thinking while we were watching it is... Uh, and then Mowgli did this, and then Mowgli did this, and then Mowgli did this. Like, and uh, he, he doesn't actually change. He's yeah. just he's just thrown into all these situations. Because there, there are fun characters. Yeah, absolutely. Mowgli is just like a blank. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think he's he's kid A. Yeah. Um. So about those reviews, I I am thinking that the critics were going easy on it because Walt just died. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Because I feel like if Bossy Crowther had a say in this. Right. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so what did you think? I thought it was a drollness. Um, <laughs> uh, I kind of I, I liked it <clears throat> overall. I thought, like like I was just saying, I thought it, it was uh, there wasn't a lot of development with it. But as far as uh, the characters themselves, aside from Mowgli, <laughs> uh, I like Blue Bagheera. I, I like pretty much all of them, even the wolves. Um, and I mean, the, the monkey shit was obnoxious, but whatever. Uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I think like, like you said, I think Shere Khan was, I don't want to say criminally underused because, you know, they used him a little bit, but I, I, I'm just a really big opponent, I guess, of like anticlimactic villain exits from a movie. And I think this absolutely had something like well, that. Well, and he had such a great motivation. Like yeah. he hates man because they burn his forest, or they shoot, or fire. they shoot him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so you could have done so much more with him. Yeah. And he's just like the voice actor was great. He- and, and I and I and I get what Walt Walt you know was saying about trying to make it lighthearted. And obviously he was correct in doing that with as well as the movie did. You know, whether it's Germany or elsewhere, like, <laughs> but in Germany. It's it's just disappointing to me because you can have a villain like that who is playing it as well as he did, and you just don't really get anything out of it. Yeah, you know. Because wait until we get to like <clears throat> Clayton, yeah, and the guy from Hunchback, yeah. and that's dark as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall, I overall I liked it, but I would probably side with you in saying that it's it's kind of middle of the road as far as the feature length stuff is. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad by any means. I yeah, and I and and I, and I do think that uh, the people who really really sing its praises and cite it as something that like got them into the business, it's I think it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah, like a time and a place. Because really? there there are movies that I have that I watched when I was a teenager that I have a connection to that I know in my adult life they're not that fucking good. Yeah, but it means something to me. Oh, you mean like uh, the rules of attraction? Rules of attraction? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The movie's fucking great. It's okay. It's fucking great. I went back and watched it again just to see, like... Yeah. It's the first time I hated it, but I was kind of prudy back then. Yeah. So I watched it again to think, like... It's, it's super misogynistic. That is not a doubt. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but that'd be, like, me being, like, Little Mermaid is the greatest. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that was like my childhood. Yeah. Or like 101 Dalmatians, which mm-hmm. we rewatched, and I was like, this is good, but not as amazing as mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Rankings. Um, I pretty much know that I am going to put this after Dumbo and before Sword of the Stone. All right. So it would be number 15. Number 15. I just felt like there's so much better stuff before it. Yeah. And not because, not saying that this is terrible. It's just, I have reasons for wanting to watch everything else. Yeah. Instead. And I feel like give us 10 more movies and this will be forgettable. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And for me, um, I'm pretty sure that I'm just going to put this behind Ichabod and Toad. (laughs) <laughs> because what? Ahead of Sword in the Stone. Yeah, ahead of Sword in the Stone, but behind Ichabod and Toad. Um, because I do think that character-wise, this is better than the Sword in the Stone. Um, and, you know, just, just the whole day. I, I think overall it's just better than the Sword in the Stone. I think there's a very clear divide between the best mm-hmm. Disney animated features. And Sword and- in the Stone. <laughs> Yes, well, absolutely, absolutely. That's like the drop off. Yeah, yeah. So, so if if this doesn't quite reach that Sleeping Beauty or Bambi or Snow White level, then it's going behind fucking Ichabod and Toad for me. Because, like we said, we love that movie. Yeah. It's a great movie for what it is, and I don't think the Jungle Book is as good as that. So, I would put it at number twelve. Number twelve. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> what, what is next? I don't know. Aristocats. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Aristocats. And our short will be Pluto's Fledgling. Wow. What? I can't believe we're already to Aristocats. Why? I just... I felt, I felt like... Um, I thought that Robin Hood was going to come first. Oh. Aristocats. So I was just surprised that it's coming up so soon. Yeah. Yeah, because we have Aristocats, bed knobs, and broomsticks, and then Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Yeah, so we got a few. We got a, we got a couple to go before we get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm kind of tired. Like I was tr- honestly like I always give you shit about not falling asleep. Yeah, but like during Jungle Book, I kind of wanted to doze off. <laughs> well, thank you for being a trooper and not doing it because yeah. uh, there would be a horrible lack of content if, if you weren't <laughs> filling the time. <laughs> Oh, I got to keep it together. That's baby. right. You're the glue. I, I am the glue. You, you're, you're the glue. I'm I'm the stuff that, you know, keeps people coming back. But you, you, you keep it together. I'm just saying. Wouldn't that make me more important because I'm holding it all together? Well, you hold the stuff together, but they come for me. Well, what are you? Uh, what is the glue holding? Awesome. The glue is holding awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's wrap this up because I got to pee. So. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys, follow us. Yeah. Uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, and Twitter. Even though I never update anymore because I don't have a smartphone anymore. Yeah, that's a thing. I have a flip phone. <laughs> I downgraded. Hopefully, my life will get better. I don't know. Maybe I'll be a better friend. Yeah, a better wife. But at those things, we are at DTB Disney, and so subscribe, rate, review if you like. Tell uh, all you, your friends. If you if you have not already, you know, tell your friends if you have any. <laughs> and as always. Well, are you going to say it or what? Disney is our business. And business is good. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.